here we are. This is Sex Love Psychedelics, and I'm your host, Dr. Kat. Bringing you psychosexual conversations that will leave you intellectually turned on and hungry for more. Hey lovers, what the actual fuck is going on in the world right now? <laughs> oh, with all the political upheaval, the abortion rights on the table, gun violence, and every single friend of my immediate environment is going through some shit. <laughs> Last episode, I was talking to you about identity and transformation. Maybe many of us are just going through the breakdown stage of that so that we can rebuild ourselves in the exact expression of who we are today. <laughs> that or maybe some moon and star configuration somewhere in the cosmos is fucking with us. I honestly can't tell you. But what I can tell you is that my personal life has been a total upheaval. <laughs> and let me tell you today how ketamine has been a really powerful tool for me to both help make sense of all of that and help me to move through and process all of that. Uh, and before we jump into my personal life, smash jelly donut on a summer sidewalk, <laughs> integration is a critical part of psychedelic experiences. It's not the psychedelic itself. It's not the substance itself that, that resolves our lives. We use that as a tool and integration helps us to get there, helps us to make sense and make the shifts that we need to in our life. So how do we take these abstract information, uh, concepts, inspirations, and put it into the concrete reality of our life? Or how do we put it into concrete action? That's what we're talking about when we say, or when you hear the word integration. So when the intention for this work, for the psychedelic work is around sensuality or sexuality, having a regular practice helps the continuation and the deepening of that work that you experience in that state. My sensual awakening 14 day initiation takes you on a journey through the foundations of sensuality so that you have the tools to continue to make your life sensually psychedelic. <laughs> you can also use some of those exact tools in my sensual awakening course in the psychedelic space or in the ketamine assisted therapy space to be able to help you to access some of these deeper layers of these concepts. This particular course is a self-paced practice that is guided by yours truly. It is science-backed with no bullshit fluff, straight to the point, <laughs> and you can access more pleasure in your life and in your sex life. Link is in the show notes. You will love it. Okay, let's dive in. Self-disclosure. I have personally been a client of ketamine-assisted therapy a few times, and I've also experientially trained with master practitioners on multiple types of the administration of ketamine. I've also led workshops on how you can use ketamine in the space of sex therapy. So each of these times that I went in with a ketamine-assisted therapy, I went in with a different intention, depending on whatever it was that was going on in my life. My intention for hopping on for today's quickie is to be able to help you to see what it is like on that side of this 
of this space. You know, whether you've had ketamine in a recreational experience <laughs> or maybe you've been curious about uh, ketamine as a, a therapeutic tool, these are very different experiences. <laughs> and so I want to share with you what that's been like for me as a client and as a practitioner so that you can understand more about whether this is uh, something that you would like to pursue. So I really want to start with emphasizing this discussion with how important it is doing this work, doing using ketamine with a therapist and in the safe confines of a clinically regulated medicine for many reasons, really. So when you're working with a clinician, you can trust that the medication is clean. Your body and your health are being monitored by a medical practitioner and your levels of ketamine are measured and they're appropriate for the type of work that you're going to be doing. So that's very specific to the intention that you are doing this with. And you are guided from that intention through the dosing session, and the integration of it all. Note on safety and harm reduction. Right now, there is a massive issue of fentanyl that's being found in street drugs. So fentanyl is a highly addictive and potent opioid pain reliever medication that is a source of many deaths by overdose that we're seeing right now across the country. And this is because fentanyl is being cut in with street drugs and consumed by unknowing people at very dangerous and deathly levels. I can't emphasize enough the importance of testing your substances if you're using street drugs. Safe harm reduction practices are important. So check out my show notes for a link to uh, different resources in which you can access testing strips in which you can learn more about fentanyl and what to be looking out for. Um, I, you know, I don't promote illegal use of substances. However, I fully understand and support the agency of all people. And I just want you to be safe. And don't be stupid and think like, oh, because this is my friend or oh, the stranger looks you know, safe, whatever. I'm just going to do that. No, please take care of yourself. Be smart. And you know, just as much as I talk about safe sex practices, it, it's the same thing here. We just want you to be mindful and be conscious of yourself and what you're consuming, what you're taking in. Okay. So let's talk about ketamine. I have so much reverence for this medicine, especially as I've studied this more in the clinical setting. It's amazing. So ketamine is a safe anesthetic and pain relieving agent that's been used in the medical procedures for over 50 years. In sub anesthetic doses, ketamine has been shown to be a very powerful and accelerating agent in aiding in mental health conditions. So including depression, anxiety, suicidality, eating disorders, trauma. And when we combine the unique properties of ketamine with talk therapy or with somatic psychotherapy, we uh, can see that the healing process is accelerated. So we call that ketamine-assisted therapy or KAP, CAP for short. And that's what I do as a clinician. So I work with my clients 
um, in conjunction with the ketamine as a tool to be able to help um, facilitate more uh, a deeper access to some of these some of these elements, some of these um, challenges, some of these emotions or memories. I did a great episode with Dr. Nick Bruce, which is one of my dear friends and colleagues um, on episode 105 of this podcast. So be sure to check that one out. We go into the nitty gritty around some of the challenges, some of the ethics around psychedelic use in therapeutic uh, environments and the underground, some of the challenges around the this being used in underground. So be sure to check that out. That's episode 105. So what is so unique about ketamine and why I'm so fascinated with it is many, <laughs> many different reasons. Uh, but this one in particular has a very rapid onset, a rapid metabolism and an excellent safety profile, which means that it can be used by, it can be used safely by so many different populations. So ketamine was, has, is used in even pediatrics, um, as well as it was used and is still used on the battlefield for, um, for soldiers and for the military. And while you would have an assessment with a doctor to make sure that you're appropriate, really, uh, some of the counter indications, um, or some of the few counter indications would be high blood pressure or, uh, psychosis or pregnancy. So it is, accessible by so many in a safe, in a safe way. Um, it also works on the activity of the glutamate neurotransmitter, which for clients who have a challenge around uh, depression or anxiety or treatment resistant depression, meaning that, you know, you've tried all these different things and it's not working. This is, uh, ketamine is incredible. It has incredible results for depression and anxiety. My clients who have used things like SSRIs or traditional routes of um, antidepressants find that this is a great way to also skirt around the, uh, the common side effect of the loss of sexual desire. So we know that SSRIs are a big culprit to that. <laughs> and, and this is a way to be able to treat the depression without that effect. It actually, uh, we can see that it increases your desire for sex, or it has that possibility of being able to increase that. And we'll talk about that more. So it also, uh, ketamine is very flexible in its therapeutic um, process, in its uh, dose-related access. So there's different levels of doses, and you can have access to different uh, qualities in each of those. So at a lower dose, uh, you may, you take it internasally, or you may take a lozenge. So taking it orally, um, which has a less bioavailability percentage to the body. I think mm, orally it's about 30%. And in that state, you have access to more of a relational quality. So you can still talk, you can still, um, be connected with your body. You're still present and we actually see it becoming more of an empathogen. So you have greater access to empathy, uh, empathy for yourself, empathy for another person. This is really powerful in a use of um, uh, relationally. So 
uh, I'll talk about using this for couples and couples being able to sit across from each other and be able to access, um, you know, vulnerability more easily or, or to be able to be more patient and present with their partner across them from them. So conversations, uh, vulnerable conversations, whether around sex or around challenges in the relationship can be accessed and communicated more, more readily. Um, people also report having more compassion for themselves and more curiosity and um, love, express love for themselves and for the other person. And that's present at higher doses as well. But the then you increase the bioavailability, which means that your body can access the um, or absorb the medication um, more readily. So at higher percentages and at quicker uh, rates of metabolism. Um with intramuscular, which is an injection straight into the muscle, and it it's absorbed much quicker. I, I think in, within minutes, <laughs> when you take it orally, it takes about ten minutes to absorb into your system. Uh, but intramuscular um, is at a higher rate, and um, and then intravenous is the is a hundred percent bioavailability, which means it's straight into your veins and and straight into your system. And so those two higher doses would create more of a psychedelic-like experience. Um, typically, you'll have more of an out-of-body experience. Um, some clients will report spiritual transcendence, um, ego dissolving. They may have a near-death experience or feel like they're dying or, or um, yeah, <laughs> feel like the game is over. <laughs> you may have uh, more of a... An experience of symbolism of um, traveling interdimensionally. <laughs> I know that sounds bizarre, but when you experience it, you're like, "Oh, that's what she's talking about." Uh, you may experience more archetypes. Uh, you don't. You're not really talking. You, you may talk. I've had some people be able to talk, but it's it's mainly more of a inner experience than an outer experience. <laughs> In any of these dose levels, you can experience witnessing yourself. And that's one of the reasons why I really like ketamine. It turns off the default mode network, which is this uh, self-referential thinking part of your brain. This is the part of the brain where we can get stuck in looping or rumination. Uh, we get neg We can be negative. We can be obsessive about ourselves, um, self-critical about ourselves. And so as that turns off or turns down, we can more easily witness, you know, our thoughts, our emotions um, at, a, at a place that is more spacious, spacious in our mind, even spacious in our body. Um, we can still connect with the, the fear or the anxiety or the anger uh, as it rises up, but it doesn't, it's not enough where it dysregulates us. Uh, another way to explain that is, is many people will describe ketamine as a dissociative, as you are in at higher states, uh, at higher doses, you, it is very dissociative. So you can even be out of your body, you know, checked out of your body, but at lower doses, it's more of like a disassociation from the dissociation, um, meaning that you're still there with your experience, with your emotions, with your, with your thoughts, but not enough to where it can dysregulate you or uh, dysregulate your nervous system. 
um, so send you into fight or flight space. Um, you can more easily work with them and speak with those inner parts with your uh, inner landscape um, from that space. And that's why I, I love it as a therapeutic tool. You know, how often I'm working with clients and especially on things like trauma or something that's really distressing and will hit a point and then their whole body gets flooded with an emotion. And then we have to pause and we have to regulate and we have to, you know, to be able to work with that. And sometimes there's just a lot of um, inner parts that are protecting or resisting us to be able to access that um, more effectively. Here, we can be with it more easily without that, that happening or a reduction of that happening. Similarly, I get clients who come into my office and I invite them into their inner experience and, and there can be a lot of resistance there of um, even wanting to be with their own selves or be with their own thoughts or feelings or even be with their own body. Like how many of us don't want to be in our body because it's so uncomfortable or because we have a lot of body image issues and we just don't want to be in there. So this can be really helpful in being able to access that. And then finally, one of the unique properties of ketamine that I want to emphasize here is it's 24 to 72 hour window of increased neuroplasticity. And neuroplasticity is the ability of the brain to change and uh, shape itself. So create new neural pathways, um, new belief structures and systems that run our um, our actions, <laughs> you know, that, that uh, create the landscape of how we understand the world and how the world operates. So if we want to be able to change some of these belief structures, this increased window in which that is more pliable, the brain is more pliable, makes therapy the day after or a couple of days after really powerful, really special for us to be able to go back and sit and, and process with the client to, to make those changes. So usually clients will have a dosing session with their therapist. And then the next day or two days later, they'll sit with a the therapist again and do integration. And so there it's that really potent, juicy time in which um, not only are they reconnecting with what they experience, but really allowing it to imprint and I invite clients to really connect with what that felt like so that that imprints into their nervous system, imprints into their body. Um, it becomes more um, uh, accessible. As a practitioner during my trainings with ketamine, I had gone into the experiences with the intention of seeing how this could be used for sex therapy or couples intimacy. And so my sessions um, orally and with uh, intermuscular um, uh, administration were geared towards how this could be applied for sex. And in my first experience with oral, there I had the ability of being able to stay connected with my body. It was more of a very meditative experience. I was able to feel the concept of surrender in my body. I was able to feel energy as it moved through my body. And I think a big part of that is because there ends up being some spaciousness in your body. So I can still feel things that are going on, but then there's also a connection to more subtle cues in the body and this like floaty sensation. Um, I could still feel pleasure in the body and also manipulate my breath in order to amplify sensual 
pleasure in the body and sexual pleasure in the body. When <laughs> using uh, intramuscular, I it was much difficult to be able to connect <laughs> with the sensual sexual aspect of it because I shot off into another uh, reality. <laughs> it, it sent me into, um, took me out of my body. You couldn't connect with that, that sensual pleasure. And I was more of into a, uh, what was, it was a uh, world of fluffy bubbles and clouds <laughs> was bouncing around and moving through these bubbles and clouds. And, and, um, it was the texture of it was very analog, which I, how to describe that even more. It was, it was, um, computer like, I don't know how to describe it even more than that. It's, uh, ineffable really, <laughs> but that experience took me on a journey and everything was experienced in symbols here. So it was, uh, at one point seeing myself with a million different arms and different hands. And, and it was doing this. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Looking side to side and using all these millions of hands to check in on these millions of aspects, which in my integration, being able to check in with, uh, this repeated pattern of myself of being overly involved and overly active and exhausting myself. Uh, so even in that exact uh, symbolic moment or that metaphor, I connected with the sensation of anxiety, but it was more of an observation and a recognition of anxiety than it was the feeling of the anxiety or the uh, dysregulation of anxiety. It was more of like, oh, that's anxiety, which was cool because it allowed me to be free from the discomfort of it, but still being able to connect and, and recognize it. Um, so this is where the power of how ketamine is uh, used as, an, as uh, a pain reliever as well. Clients who struggle with depression, clients who struggle with anxiety, they aren't, they have a space of freedom from the pain and the heaviness of that for a moment to reconnect with how, how good they can feel or how pleasure can feel or the freedom of that, uh, can feel in the body, but they can still connect with the sadness or they can still connect with the anxiety. Now, as I was coming out of this particular experience with the intramuscular, uh, administration, and I started coming back into my body, I started, I was able to connect with the feeling of embodiment, the process, the transition of coming back into the body which in the past would have been distressing for me because uh, growing up, I did not want to be in my body. I spent so much time disconnecting, dissociating, not uh, using eating disorders and uh, distracting so that I wasn't in the body. And so, but here, because I've learned so many tools and I've learned so much about um, that integration back into the body, or in being embodied, it was more of a, um, a curiosity here. So that can be a really powerful tool, uh, lesson for people who struggle with the transition of coming back into their body. They don't want to be there. It, it's a very scary place to be. Um, using that with clients to help them uh, ease back into that or learn that there is a transition. There is a process 
uh, that we can intentionally or unintentionally find ourselves um, to be in. Now, I'm not saying that intermuscular or intravenous, these higher doses of ketamine can't be used for sex therapy. I actually think that it can be. Um, it can be a powerful way for us to, to connect with perhaps some of the blocks and the barriers that are preventing us from being able to connect with our sexuality. So that example that I shared about the uh, symbolism or the, of me with a million hands, I can see how that can get in the way of my connecting with my sensuality or my sexuality and, can, and, and then work with a therapist to identify what ways I am perpetuating this pattern or what is that pattern there for? What is it protecting me from? And that may reveal itself in the session or that re may reveal itself as I talk this out with a therapist or as I work this out with a therapist, you know, why do I keep finding myself there and how does it continue to lock myself in that capacity? Now, I've also used ketamine in clinical settings as a client. And those for, were for very different intentions. One was after uh, post-COVID, <laughs> I experienced some deep depression, a lot of foggy brain. I couldn't think my, I couldn't access my words. And so many of you, since I posted on Instagram about post-COVID depression, uh, my DMs were flooded with with so many people telling me that they were experiencing the same thing. And many people didn't know that post-COVID depression was even a thing. So that makes me wonder how many people in this world are experiencing these symptoms of depression after they had COVID and are feeling broken or a feeling that they're going to be stuck in that experience for the rest of their lives, that something's wrong with them. And the reality of that is, no, there's, you're not, while there is long-term COVID uh, symptoms, uh, post-COVID symptoms, you, there are things that we can do to help. And I went to work with a ketamine uh, therapist to, on this particular symptom. I wanted it to help alleviate these symptoms of the depression because I know that ketamine is really powerful for uh, the use of treatment-resistant depression. So I went in and um, uh, used oral um, oral lozenges to uh, and uh, put the eye mask on and, and lied back and was just in my inter experience. This experience, I was very much with myself. I was still here in my body. We actually combined this therapy with light therapy and sound and vibration therapy. So there was um, more support to my experience. And, and light therapy matched with vibrational therapy is just <laughs> incredible in and of itself. And so paired with a low dose of ketamine, it guided me through a psychedelic like experience, but without having to have a high dose. So I was still experiencing the reduction of the default mode network process. I was still able to be really present here and it took me on a journey. <laughs> what I found here was immediately after the experience and into the next few couple days, I felt clear-minded I felt more energized. I felt that the depression had lifted. 
And I was able to be a lot more present and a lot more functioning after that experience. That lasted for, I would say, a week. And then I started feeling the fogginess coming back again. Ketamine is a cumulative uh, drug, which means that it is it, it builds upon one another. So typically you will work with a therapist in uh, several sessions so that the ketamine has a chance to be able to build upon each other. I unfortunately had to have space after that last session because my dad's health took a turn for the worse and I flew home to be with him. He passed away and that just made everything so much more challenging. The death of a parent is even more challenging than the death of another close loved one. And I say that in owning my own experience because parents come with it, all these layers of so many things that either went unprocessed or patterns of your own relating and your own childhood wounds or your own, uh, relationship with them. (laughs) So going through that experience, I have a lot of peace around the concept of death and what I believe around what happens to somebody after a death, but then it's all of the after effects of that, that, that come up and, and that you have to then sit with and process. And so that was a challenging experience on top of the COVID post COVID depression and brain fog. So then I went back to uh, working with the ketamine um, assisted program and working with a therapist to process what was going on, what was coming up there, and then using the ketamine as an, as a tool to help facilitate the, the completion of those of those processes, the completion of the the processing. So being in the heavy heavy sadness and fogginess and uh, really only being able to focus on what's in front of me and uh, allowing that. But then then the ketamine space, being able to still be with that grief, still be with the sadness, still being with the, um, you know, what was coming up around that and finding resolution or being able to find the peace with that and being able to find um, the curiosity around that and the self-compassion and the compassion in that relationship. So the days following those sessions, those individual ketamine sessions, again, feeling clear feeling more energized, feeling more present, feeling motivation. I was not feeling motivation before. And here I was able to, again, connect with motivation, motivation in life, motivation in my work, motivation to reach out to friends. Whereas before I was really frazzled in my whole nervous system and I really didn't want to connect with other people, especially other people who didn't share this experience. So this helped me to feel a lot safer and a lot um, more desiring to connect again. And using that uh, window of neuroplasticity for the next day, for the next two days, really helped me to imprint again, 
what I experienced in that ketamine therapy session. So I am a big advocate for ketamine and the use of especially things around anxiety, depression, you know, like what I had said earlier, and even around sex and intimacy challenges. There are right now many more ketamine-assisted therapists or programs that are that are being trained and it's becoming more accessible. There are databases that I am personally on uh, in which you can find therapists in your state. Uh, Third Wave Directory and Cycle, I'll put those in the show notes. You can also email me on my website, sexloveyoga.com, if you would like to work with me personally. There are also providers like Mindbloom, Field Trip, Wonder Med um, that will send the ketamine to you. The only, only thing with those is that I really, really emphasize working with a therapist for so many reasons. I There's something about sending out uh, ketamine, but then if you're in your own experience, are you getting what you, what you can, you know, are you getting the understanding and the symbolism that comes up? Are you being held in this, this experience? You know, what happens in that experience if you're by yourself and you've never, uh, you've never experienced psychedelics or you've never felt surrender or, you know, the fear around, you know, some of these out-of-body experiences and, and what do you do? So I, I'd love, you know, I love my profession. I love therapy. I love, you know, all of that um, guidance and support and care. So that's my, that's my experience. That's my suggestion. I hope this share has been helpful for you to be able to connect with um, even just a, a corner of what ketamine as a therapeutic tool can look like. I'm really excited about it. And I am excited to be announcing soon how you can work more with me and the different offerings that I'll be putting out there for uh, more accessible use with ketamine in how it relates to sex therapy and couples intimacy. Well, that was fun. Thanks for tuning in, lovers. And if you want to experience more ecstasy and sexual liberation, head over to sexlovepsychedelics.com and learn about how you can join me for any one of my online or live events. And while you're there, grab my free guide on sex and psychedelics. Remember, this podcast is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please contact your healthcare provider and local law before pursuing any of the products or psychedelics discussed. And one final note here, I make this show specifically for you. If you're loving the show, then be sure to leave me a review in iTunes or Spotify to let me know. Happy to be here and happy to serve. I'll see you next time on Sex Love Psychedelics.